Christ is risen. According to St. John, the 20th chapter. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started out for the tomb. Both were running. But the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but he did not go in. 
Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separated from the linen. Finally, the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went inside. He saw and believed. They did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it that you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord, and she told them all that he had said to her. Why are you crying moves us from a bad situation to a worse one. The old proverb, out of the frying pan and into the fire, holds true. The origin of the phrase comes from the first century, describing the hazard of running away from smoke of a fire and then finding oneself in the midst of the flames of the fire. The situation was slightly different for Mary Magdalene. On Friday, she had mourned the death of the Lord Jesus. For a short moment, before he was placed in the grave by Nicodemus and Joseph. The next day was the Sabbath, when nothing happens. Finally, as the sun begins to rise, officially ending the Sabbath, Mary rushes to the tomb to grieve for her Lord, only to find that his body is missing, moved, or worse, stolen. Her opportunity to grieve has been taken away from her because of the empty tomb. She is no longer grieving because of his death, but instead she is grieving for herself because the object of her grief is no longer present for her to grieve for. Perceiving the man to be a gardener, she asks him, If you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will go and get him. Mary is finding herself in an awkward situation, which often occurs to people within the armed forces as well as in everyday lives, when a person is listed as missing and presumed dead. There is no body, no remains, no casket, just memories. The opposite is just as true. As many people attempt to escape the reality of death by avoiding anything to do with it. Although it is only part of living which is guaranteed that happens to each and every living being, many continue to live life denying death, while others find ways to circumvent dealing with the death of others, with no funeral, 
no burial, no physical plaques or stones. Sometimes simply tossing the remains of the deceased into the wind, all resulting in no personal closure in our relationships. In retrospect, the story of the raising of Lazarus, which we looked at two weeks ago, there was an actual grave where people can go in order to grieve the one who has died and whose remains have been entombed. This had been forcibly taken away from Mary Magdalene when she found the grave of Jesus empty. Martha, the sister of the dead man, confronts Jesus first with a complaint and then a request. If you had been here, my brother would not have died, implying that while Lazarus was sick, there was still hope, but now that he was dead, all hope had vanished. Then Martha makes a strange request, not denying the fact that Lazarus is dead, but she implores Jesus to do something, anything. Jesus' simple response is, I am the resurrection. I am the life. Mary of Bethany approaches Jesus on a very different terms from that of her intellectual sister Martha. Mary had once shown her devotion to Jesus by visibly pouring perfume on him and wiping it off with her hair. This time, Mary comes to Jesus with a heavy heart and tear-filled eyes. Jesus responds to her empathy, being deeply moved in spirit and troubled. The next sentence is the shortest and most emotionally charged statement in all of Scripture. Jesus wept. Jesus joins in solidarity with Mary and those weeping along with her. Jesus shows his solidarity with humanity in weeping and grieving along with us. After Mary Magdalene reports to the disciples, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and I don't know where they have put him. Simon Peter and John rush to the grave to find it empty. With the exception of the grave cloth, which challenges the assumption that somebody would take or steal a dead body by first removing it from its burial cloth. With this, they believe Jesus' words about rising from the dead, although they did not yet understand. Mary's grief would be turned to joy when she encounters her resurrected Lord. Through her tear-filled eyes and deep grief, and amidst the shifting shadows of the garden at dawn, she wasn't able to recognize Jesus at first. And then Jesus called her by name, saying, Mary. I am the Good Shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. And furthermore, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. John tells us, while Jesus is still alive. Nowhere does Jesus ever say that he will take away the grief 
and the sadness that we experience on this side of eternity. Even when a believer dies, we grieve for ourselves because we have experienced a loss. A loss like Mary Magdalene. But now we can also rejoice with her because according to God's promises, there is hope of a new life beyond death and the grave. I am the resurrection and the life, begins Jesus. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Our Lord's promise is guaranteed as the empty grave moves us from the worst possible situation in death to the best possible situation in life with our Good Shepherd for all eternity where there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order has passed away. I will live because he lives because his grave is empty. To him be all glory now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and Heavenly Father, we give praise and thanks for you for the many blessings that we have, and especially the blessings of your word and the resurrection of your Son, which gives us life. And so we also want to remember those in our prayers this day who are struggling struggling either with the virus or struggling to battle the virus. And we pray for our doctors, our nurses, our first responders, and for anyone who is struggling with disease at this time, Father. And we especially raise up to you those who grieve this day and all those whom we name in our hearts before you this day. And as is always, Father, always mindful of the words that you taught us, as we join together, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to feel heal and forgive. He bled and died.
for having joined us. Now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.